Okay. Um, hello. My name is Eva Virginius, and I was born in Sweden, and uh, we speak uh, Swedish. So our first language is not English. So uh, sometimes I, I don't know the words in English, but I try to describe it to go around it uh, describe it the word I want to t to say um, and I have lived in uh, United States in six years but uh, not legal live there and uh, I I am back in Sweden now uh, I live in a city called uh, Helsingborg on the west coast. Uh, I can see over over the sea uh, to Denmark, and uh, and the the closest airport, international airport, is Copenhagen uh, in Denmark, and. Uh, I'm going to talk about Virginia Beach in Virginia in the United States. Uh, now I'm going to... I can't take it it's like in a timeline because uh, it's hard to remember everything that was going on there in, in two and a half years. But I, I come to Virginia Beach in in the fall of 2001 and um, I was uh, was in a shelter first and uh, and I in a Salvation Army shelter but they kicked me out there because I didn't uh, looking for any job uh, and I couldn't get any job because I had no work permit in United States. I tried to get it, but I was denied uh, when I go to the immigration. And I wanted to live in United States, so I have applied for it. Uh, but that woman that I always come to, the same person, and she didn't help me at all. She didn't want me to be in the United States at all. And she was on, she, she herself was not from the United States. She had also been an immigrant. And now she worked against me. And um, I, 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 I got, I don't know uh, now the timeline, uh, but I uh, was uh, um, I was uh, in the church, and uh, and I uh, and I it was uh, it was an evening event. And I was there to watch television and eat popcorn. 
and uh, I had hard to uh, uh, to find somewhere to stay and and the girl she was saying to me that she could could find me a place to be in and um, in that time in that time I now I'm in in the wrong time to talking but but I say it as a separate story uh, that I was in a shelter for domestic domestic uh, violence because my, I had a, a boyfriend that tried to kill me and uh, and uh, he was into the court and they the court helped me to get into a shelter for women that have been in domestic violence and uh, it's a the shelter was a secret shelter but uh, in that shelter there was a a woman that was manager for that shelter and she was stealing in the shelter and uh, I, I I was out I was in the in the church in the day in the that Sunday and when I come back home uh, my my watch my wrist uh, watch was gone and some other things was gone from my room and I knew uh, because God is telling me so I knew it was this woman the manager and I said I go and talk to her uh, that that uh, she was in in the shelter that on Sunday and I said to her that my my wristwatch is gone from my room and some other things I don't remember what it was um and uh, and she uh, she say that uh, it's some of the girls that have going in but I say that's a lock on my door so they can't come in and uh, she uh, she is she said that uh, but it must be or you have forgotten where you lay the 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 clock and I told her that God knows who have stolen my belongings and he he will make this person stand before him and he gonna tell her I say so uh, then I go and eat eat something and when I come back to my room the watch was there but not in the same place because she have forgotten where where she she stolen it uh, so I saw that because I I always have the watch in the same 
place just at my bed to see how, what time is this when I lay down. And so, uh, and those other belongings also show up and there was not in the same place. So I knew it was she that uh, she would go frightened what I say. She saw that I knew and she go and um, then it started to be complaining in the shelter that things were missing and and of course uh, I was the white, the only white person. And uh, of course they they look at me that have going around and stealing, so it it was very bad. So I I go to I go to the 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 uh, office for the shelter and talk talk about it to them. And they they say we are we are going to set up a a camera to see wh- what's going on in the shelter. So uh, they find out that it was this woman, the manager for for the shelter, and uh, and she be angry at me for doing this. Uh, she was not judge yet, but she was very angry because she knew, she assumed it was me. And uh, one day I, I I was going to this this um, TV watching with popcorn in the church, and I asked per, for the permission to come back later because I told them that I was invited to a church today to go there and be together in a church. So they say it was okay to come later in the evening. And then I met this girl and she said that that I should she should help me to to get get a, a place to stay, and she drove me home, and saw that I was in a shelter for domestic violence. She was a a black girl, and uh, she uh, uh, she said that uh, take my telephone number to call me if something. Uh, happen something if something happen you can call me or else we meet in the church uh, again and uh, and when I come into the shelter that woman that was stealing she told me that you can't stay here because you were out late, you are. Uh, you should be home, back 
in the shelter at five o'clock and you you were out uh, it was about nine o'clock and um and i say i I had permission to be out late, but then those paper was not full to find she had taken them away so i they say that I should be out next day from the shelter so i I will tell you. I have a phone. I will tell you how I got that phone also. It's a miracle, that phone. And, but I call her and I call this girl late, later, about 11 o'clock. And I say that it happened what, what we felt should happen. And I'm out tomorrow already. I didn't get 24 hours to to find somewhere to stay next day, next night. So the girl said, and we are coming uh, tomorrow. My boyfriend and I, we are coming and help you out with all your belongings. And I had got very much belongings because uh, though though that uh, domestic violence shelter they got much more than homeless shelter it's a it's amazing it's a amazing how people are thinking they feel sorry for these girls but those girls they don't didn't need to eat at the shelter they come back to the shelter and have uh, taken with them uh, from McDonald's food. They had money. They have cars. They they were not poor people. They were they were wealthy people, and uh, it was only that uh, they had been a fight going on and violence going on in their home but that means no it doesn't mean that they were poor i was the only poor there in that domestic violence shelter and uh, i uh, i find uh, very beautiful clothes there and uh, and i was uh, when i was uh, was to places where they give away things. I was always uh, the last one to choose uh, those things because I'd, I felt humble. Uh, so I was not this going to fight and, and take those uh, things for free. I let other people do it. But, but in that... Uh, domestic violence shelter that they had so much money so they didn't want to have anything from it they could buy their own clothes and uh, all the soup and these things 
perfumes that was. And um, and they knew that in the shelter. So those that was working in the shelter, they they took took the best things out from the pile of giving away because no one wanted to have those things. It was sometimes it could be a very beautiful clothes and then they took it but those ordinary things they didn't want it. Uh, so uh, but I find some gold in in those clothes that I took with me to the my room and uh, uh, other nice things for me as a homeless uh, poor person so I had much much I couldn't only walk away uh, then I couldn't take with me anything from the shelter uh, so I was happy and thankful that they come with a car and could. And they, she said that she had found a, a place for me to stay. And, uh, and, I, uh, and I was waiting for them. And of course they come late. And uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, this woman that the thief woman she say you you can't sit inside the shelter you have to go out she say out with you and i have to take out all the things outside and wait uh, and wait and wait it took forever for them to come uh, they come maybe two three hours later than what they say it uh, because her boyfriend, she say her, her boyfriend was not so happy to go and get me and all the belongings. But then, then they come and they drive me to uh, a black woman that uh, she was in the choir in the church uh, where I was. And uh, and I had money. I still had the money from from this man in North Carolina, and um, and also that I was had been with Lowell, so I I had kept money. So I had money enough for one month in her place, and I have to to believe that something should happen uh, in that month so so i rent a room from her and she was uh, very active in the church but when i saw in her home she have she was uh, uh, selling uh, moonshine and the homemade whiskey, they say. And they said they'd call it homemade whiskey and uh, beer. And um, and there was men 
sitting in her kitchen, playing card and drinking, and five, six men every evening. And she was not uh, so holy as the pastor, the bishop, was thinking. And um, I... uh, I was talking to the bishop about my situation and he he gave me he was kind to me because uh, he, uh, every time I talked to him he he put uh, he opened his his own wallet and uh, gave me fifty dollar every time uh, because he he could feel that it was something special with me, and uh, he took me in to to sing in the choir, and uh, I was I was in the front line because my voice was very light compared to those other black women. They so I was just. Uh, back uh, of the the bishop when he was preaching here he sometimes he turn around to me and get this thumb up when it was something that he felt and he preached about it and and he so we had uh, some uh, some connection he and I and uh, so he felt it and uh, and but this woman make make it so hard for me because those those men wanted to come into my room and uh, i had bought a, a walkman to listen at music and um I uh, I had got some money and I had this walkman and I was I I would I didn't know if it was right to do it uh, but I did it anyway because I love music so much and it make me go away from from that situation I was in and uh, one day the my walkman was stolen so it was not safe in the room because it was no lock on the door it they could go into to my room and uh, and, and i paid 300 dollar for it for one month and I couldn't close the door. So they they stole some of my belongings. And um, and then uh, it come a time when I tried to find a solution. I was walking. I, I was not in a shelter. So I, I could walk from 7 o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock in the evening 
until it was dark and when until it was not safe to to walk there and it was in Portsmouth in Virginia I was and that uh, that city is it's much going on of bad things so it was not safe to go walk around in the dark so but i i was to every church there is lots of church in portsmouth and i was in to all kind of churches and uh, ask them for help and um, and then it's been so much i have been to all the churches in in the in the center of Portsmouth so i started to walk outside Portsmouth to a new church to see if they could help me and i walk and walk and walk and i didn't see any churches because i was not inside the city and uh, and i say to god that if i don't see any church now and i i have walked for two three hours and i was tired and uh, i say to god if there if i don't see any church now i turn around and walk back to my place and just when i say that it was the church showing up it was nothing around it it was only a church there so i i was going to that church and it was open and it it was evening it was uh, uh, about seven eight o'clock in the evening and uh, they have a a feast they have something going on in that church and they took uh, took me in and this first they say uh, i should sit and wait because i asked for the pastor to talk to the pastor and they said i couldn't sit and wait for him because he was eating and but then they come come and say that i could also eat with them so i get food to eat i was very happy to get warm nice food not uh, this food that you get in the soap kitchen where it's mold and bad uh, food Uh, because it's overdue date on the food so so it's not good for you for the body i i puke very often i threw up very often from those soap kitchen so this was really good food and then the the pastor come and say he wanted to talk to me in his office and then he he he's i say what what my that uh, i couldn't pay the rent 
for my room and uh, I had uh, some uh, bills because I had like monthly periods uh, bleeding and I have no money for to uh, buy some pads for me or cleaning things for me and uh, he took up his the checks <coughs> my sorry uh, and he had take a little water and he he paid the full rent and he he gave me two hundred dollar to to uh, buy things and uh, so five hundred dollar I got from him and in other churches I could as most I could get twenty dollar and he, here was the man that pay everything for me for one month so that uh, teach me uh, once again that uh, it it uh, doesn't matter you don't need to go for the most wealthy church or going to the biggest church God is showing me that uh, that is one church that can be very open-minded and helpful and it doesn't need to be the biggest church it doesn't need to to be so wealthy church but the heart was open for me in that church and he he also told me the pastor he said that we don't help people that doesn't live in our area we only help the people in our community and I was far away so I was not in Portsmouth anymore um, was, but he did it because he felt it he felt uh, this love for a person that was poor and uh, and he make sure that someone drive me back home also that evening. So there, there was, uh, but the, uh, I have something against you, like like it says in in the Bible that he never helped me fall out. He helped me temporary. For one month but he didn't help me uh, about my situation that that I have no place to stay for real that uh, I have to pay $300 per month and then I didn't have any job that uh, how sure I could pay the rent every month it's um, it's about this uh, someone is on on me someone want to talk again the it seems like they love that i recording it 
but uh, there was many things uh, in Virginia Beach area, Portsmouth. I I live longest in Portsmouth, uh, and uh, that's uh, as a city that is very much black people, and it seems like. God wanted me to be with black people, even if I was white, and that's uh, is is very disturbing because someone is coming in here that want to talk, uh, but you have to wait a little till I finish this. But uh, it seems like. God wanted me, or Jesus Christ is it that tests people. God doesn't test. It's uh, Jesus Christ that do it. That he, he, he wanted to test people in that way. That I was not only a strangers, stranger, but I also, also was not in the same race. I have not the same color of my skin, on the skin. And it was so so clear. I couldn't say the fancy word. Uh, but it was clear that that I was some, something strange, foreigner and stranger uh, in that way. I I I have to let this. It's a woman. That's a woman to come and talk. I don't know what she wants, but I let her talk. Is she holding. She. Yeah. It's like she showing me that she holding like strings in her hands and uh, like those uh, like puppy in the strings. So she affect affect us. That's what she's showing that with the strings and the, for this puppy doll. Uh, and um, I decide, she said, I decide where you're going. And uh, I'm here and now, she's saying, gone tomorrow and be back today. I'm the future and I'm tomorrow. And um, You are cordless, she say. 
you're not in the future. But we'll be in the future, she said. I don't know yet what she means with that. You're talking about tomorrow. I try to uh, find the, the key words here, what she means. I am the future. I am the tomorrow. I know that she, when she said the future, she means far away in, in the future, in time. And tomorrow is just uh, now. I asked her, was the difference between them? And she says it's uh, the most important is the future. She uh, showing me the strings again. And you can't go back and forward, she says to you that listen. Some of you she is talking about now. You're walking back and forward. And uh, when you're walking back and forward, you're also walking back and forward in time. You, you, uh, you're walking into your future but in and the next time you're walking back to the past I want you to move forward I want you to move to the future holding into your past life is not good for you She's saying, because the future will bring you more happiness and, and not holding into the past will get, will get you into the future. You have to let it go. That's a, something more she want to say how can they do it I ask her in my mind um, uh, she be a little irritated on me because she said that just say it so that you have to let it go the past and what you know what it's 
what's good for you and you know what's it's bad for you and you have to leave the bad and go for the good and go and the good is the future you holding in your hand the future it's not me that force you to go forward you have to force yourself to go forward it's it's going to be sorrow for you because you love the past so much even if you knew it was not good for you so you so you have to hold the distance from your past and not let it come back to you again i see both a man and a woman and that means it's not only for women it's for men also she's talking about uh, they she talking to you man and woman a special man she say that they are good to keep the past because the sex was good so those men they hold holding to the past only because of the sex was good she say she is hon- honestly mm-hmm. but the the past is holding a shadow over your you so you can't go out in the light the shadow holds you in the darkness so no not your future partner will see you the 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 past past is going before you so they can't see see you your happiness and the future will not see you as long as you keep this other your ex your past into your life you have to be free from your past because the past hold you to not could go forward and not go into the future she's saying this and she say that uh, and I'm, I'm on my way to go away now because i have said what i wanted to say she is very 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 strong in my body now uh. 
she say a name she say Mary and Helen Adam and uh, Martin this is a name of you that hold in into your your background your past that standing still and and freezing the Leonard also it's a it's a Swedish name Len and Moses she have many or yeah she say that there are many 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 that hold into their past that can't let it go and they are their own gods in that way that they they have free will they can choose to stand still and live in the past but they can also choose to go let it go and go into the future and to happiness in their life it's not us that uh, tell them what to do we can only advise but we can never force a person to do what it is in their will but they are she say also they had to to look into their heart and be wise and you know when uh, when something is bad for you that holds those two is holds in your heart it holds in your brain that that is time to you for you to go into the future she say and now she's going away so i'm uh, i'm thankful for for those spirits that is coming here but in the same way i'm very very frightened that you that listen think that i make it up that is me that talking like this uh, i can't do anything for you to to make up the decision if you want to believe it or not i hope you believe it and take it in what they are saying no see it says uh, it uh, she has very much energy this woman but is more and more going away the energy that was inside me and on me so thank you for listen and uh, 
I hope you take these advices because this is real. This is truth. And I, I walk only in truth. I can't lie. This is truth. It's a... Uh, it's scaring if I should tell lies. That means that I will not be with God. When I'm going back to God, I'd, I'm not going to be sit side by side with Him. So that's make me to not could lie and telling the truth and I have done that for many many years telling the truth even if it can be a little embarrassing to tell the truth and when people ask me some question to have my opinion about something and I can't lie and play with them and and flirting and saying lie about what I believe and think about them or the question they ask because I have to talk the truth only never lie it can be a lie sometimes it's a, in a situation where they People put me up on the wall and almost kill me, and I have to lie for to to go away from to be killed. Those lies, that's a surviving lies. That we is okay to do. So thank you for listen, and God bless you.